0: Hello again and welcome to another episode of College Football Down Under. My name is Aaron Kemp and as always, I'm joined by Will Mierden. How's it going today, Will? Really
1: well, man. How you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Settling back into a new school term. Uh, again, we get a week closer to college football, so I'm starting to get more and more excited. Uh, I'm starting to lap up all that training camp info. Uh, which is all crap at the moment, to be honest. Like it's all like one day's worth. It's like, oh, a quarterback battle's over. This person's packing their bags and this person's going to be the best player in the history of football. Um, so there's all those like ridiculous overreactions that occur at training camp.
1: Yeah, there's news, but there's not any
0: real news. No. I guess is, is yeah. one way to look at it. So uh, yeah, we will have a look today at the SEC as we head to probably the, I, I'm nervous to say the biggest most uh, powerful conference. The best
1: conference in college
0: football, yeah. Okay, so I can see where this is going today, and I am not happy with it, but we'll get into that a little bit later. We're going to start with Will's college football SATs and his graduate program, or quest for graduate program, uh, as we jump into a bit of a quiz, and hopefully Will can go okay. So we're going to make this short, sharp, and shiny this week. Uh, We've got a group of five on deck as well. Uh, they are on deck. We'll get to the American... Absolutely, uh,
1: that's the best group of five as well
0: It, it is, if you, if you want to watch some group of five football Then it has to be the American I think they've got some fantastic games They've also got some fantastic games In and against Power 5 conferences And go in, maybe not even money But certainly a chance to create uh, Or get a win for sure They're certainly not whipping boys When it comes to dealing with the big dogs of college football So, so we got
1: the best in the SEC we got the best in the American We're going to have the best show, I'm excited Okay.
0: Will is up and about. Set the bar. You are? Okay. Here we go. All right. Well, it all starts with you and how well you go on this quiz, mate. So let's see how we go. Let's jump straight off the bat history. Nice, easy one to get you going. You've just got to know like over a hundred years worth of college football. I've got that. All right. Originally, a field goal was worth three points. Sorry. Originally, a field goal was not worth three points. What was it worth when college football began? One point. That is incorrect. <laughs> it's not the right answer. <laughs> uh, you you sounded confident. I was like, yeah, you know this. You yeah, don't no, know it. I do not know. Five it. points. Originally. Five points. Five points. Brought down to four, and now we have the current day three. Really? So it used to be more. Well, it was more like rugby back then, I suppose. Like teams would win like six to nothing, or th- you know, four to nothing, or something. I don't know how the scoring went, but yeah, originally more. Well, now we know. Field goal was worth five. Yeah, there you go. All right, question number two, big numbers. So uh, where
1: am I ruled out of? Uh, so, so
0: I'm hustling to. I like can't. it. You are not going to Vandy. That's disappointing. You know, <laughs> I, it's close to my heart. I, I would have liked that. I'm you might quite bummed actually. You had a good time in Nashville. I, you had, were, I had a great time. I'd
1: love to go back there. Uh, yeah,
0: not yeah, today. So, unfortunately, Vandy is not uh, going to be where you continue your studies, mate. They would so, expect
1: someone to know that, so that's fair enough.
0: Uh, okay, second question. Big numbers. Name the eight stadiums in college football. I want to get you to name eight. I'll see if you can name five of the eight stadiums that hold over 100,000 people in college football. Okay, wow. So i gonna get
1: five of the eight. Yep.
0: Which I uh, think you can do. You've been to most of yeah, them. Yeah, that's true. We have been a few them. So the big house... Correct, uh, Michigan, I think it's called Michigan Stadium. Yeah, or Michigan
1: Stadium. Yep. Uh, there's Ohio State Stadium. Correct. It'd be over 100. The, the Horseshoe, I believe that is. The Horseshoe, yep. Bang. Uh, Alabama correct. Stadium. Correct, Intestable Brian Denny. Brian Denny, yep, so Number we went three. there.
0: Uh, LSU Stadium, Tiger Stadium. Baton Rouge, that is Baton 100% Rouge. correct. You were just humming through these. You only need one more. Maybe I'll actually check that. And maybe yeah, go, oh, no, and this <laughs>
1: is where I start to struggle a bit because those are... You've been to at least
0: two more. Actually, I think three more. Texas
1: A&M Stadium.
0: Kyle Field. Kyle Field. There's number five.
1: That's certainly a a large one there. Uh, In Austin, uh, Texas, not to be outdone.
0: Yeah, that is six. You're you're going for bonus points here. (laughs)
1: I'm looking looking to try and find my way back into (laughs) Vandy. Vandy.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: what do we, it's got to be SEC, I don't, like, Georgia didn't feel big enough, uh, even though they're kind of a, a big program. Uh, we did go to it, we didn't watch a game there. I okay, play, we, we did that to a lot of stadiums, yeah, so but, dude, that doesn't really narrow it down. Well, you said SEC, worse. so it's in okay. the SEC as well. Okay, we can, uh, so we had LSU, Tennessee? Yeah, Tennessee, which yep. I
0: can't actually remember the name of their, um, no, that's a good one. I should know that but anyway. Yes, so Tennessee.
1: Seven. Uh and what's the conference of the last one here? Big oh, 10. Big 10. Uh it's got to be Penn State.
0: Beaver Stadium. Correct. There it so is, you got well, eight, 8 for 8. Boom. So, so I'm going to say if you run the table here, then I'll maybe Vandy will have a Extend look at you like offer. a like a disability scholarship or can, something. I'll man. take what I can get. <laughs> okay. I don't care uh,
1: that could be beneficial too because I get the school I want and I get shotgun parking.
0: (laughs) I get the little wheelchair, man. Sweet. It's all coming up, Millhouse. All right, number three, winners are Grinners. In 2017, Alabama won the national championship, but they didn't play in the SEC championship game. Who were the two teams that did? Georgia was one of them. Georgia was one of them.
1: Uh, So they would have been in the east and I believe Auburn was the other team.
0: That is correct. We well go. done. Thank you. Nailed that. Okay, let's just push on. I feel like there's a bit of an SEC theme here this week, which maybe makes sense. But That's apt. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, number five, top dog. So we're talking about coaches here. Can you name four schools that Nick Saban has coached at?
1: No. Uh,
0: <laughs> all right, let's have for Alabama. That's the obvious
1: one. He's the current head coach at Alabama. Yeah? Yep. Uh, before that, he was at the Miami Dolphins,
0: <laughs> he wasn't which Miami Dolph- I
1: am pretty confident that Alabama would give a run for their money oh, this year. Well,
0: They've just fired their offensive line They're coach, not looking it, good. So like, In I'd,
1: training camp. Does it count if a few college teams could beat them? Like <laughs> no, Clemson yeah. and knock them up. No? Okay, cool. Uh, That's two. Yes. So that you're counting that one? Yeah, I'll count that one. Okay, cool. Uh, before that, I, I struggle in my Nick Saban history. Uh, well, he won a national was,
0: championship at another one.
1: Okay, that's impressive. <laughs> um, like I want to say
0: Kent State. Uh, close, not Kent State. It is. I thought Kent State as well, but it's not Kent State. Really? I, yeah. I thought
1: that because like, Urban was Bowling Green. He was. And then I thought uh, Nick Saban was Kent State, but that's obviously not the case. Hmm. Uh, he won a national championship elsewhere
0: Yep Surely you know this
1: Where was he before I feel like I should know this
0: You should know this Is it SEC? But it is clearly Clearly you don't No this
1: is depressing
0: uh, n- um, Is it SEC? Yes
1: Okay uh, was, was he LSU?
0: He was LSU yeah, that is three. Okay, uh, and then
1: the last one is it a big. Can you get, can you throw a clue my way? Uh,
0: I mean, it's another NFL. There's another NFL team in there.
1: Uh, the Cleveland Browns. It
0: is the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Well done. Even he couldn't sort that mob out. No, uh, he also coached at Syracuse, West Virginia, Ohio State, Navy, Michigan State. Was a big one. I think that's where he sort of earned his stripes as like a defensive backs specialist um houston oilers um did a little bit of work there so he's been around the place toledo was the school that toledo. perhaps you were thinking yeah, okay. about as like the the smaller school that yeah the rocket he was the he was the head flashes. coach there so that was his be, the beginnings of his career as a head coach was at toledo
1: there we go all right what am i looking three from four uh
0: three and a half from four there we go three point five Okay. And the last question. We're going to a rivalries question. The hate is real. Notre Dame has rivalries against 10 teams. 10 teams. I would actually argue that there's more than that, but uh, has rivalries against 10 teams. Now, some of them are sort of no longer in existence, but can you name six teams that they have rivalries against?
1: Uh, Right. Let's give it a crack. Um, USC.
0: Correct. That is one. Miami. Negative. They don't have- I, I thought that too, but not officially, which sounds weird, but yeah. So does that just rule me out? No, I, no, no, no. You can keep going. I'll give you a couple of strikes, but I, especially something like Miami, I'm happy with. Yeah, like, that, that's-
1: I, I thought there was a rivalry there. Uh, Navy? Correct. Yeah. They, they How have- do you know that? I don't know. That just felt that came from back here somewhere. <laughs> okay.
0: So. <laughs> okay.
1: That was one of them. you got a pinhead, so uh, that's a got long to, way to go. Yeah, there's got to be some ACC schools in here because they're always battling against the
0: ACC. Yeah, but remember, that's only relatively new. Okay. I'd be thinking... They, I mean, there are some ACC schools, but I'd be thinking more geographically, okay, probably. Okay, okay.
1: Uh, I'm going to say Michigan. Correct. That is three. Uh, who else do they often play is kind of where my head's at at the moment, but... It is a bit tough. Uh, do they have one with Ohio State?
0: Negative. Okay. They did not two have strikes. one. two strikes.
1: Two strikes. Excellent. Um, so I've got three. I need six. I'm in all sorts here.
0: Yeah. A lot of them are, a lot of them are older that now no longer exist so much. But again, you've got to Yuck. think regionally. Uh, that's why Ohio State wasn't a bad guess. Do you know the state that Notre Dame is actually in?
1: Uh, the east part of the country, yes. <laughs> it's not. It's the
0: Midwest. But any, anyway. Oh, shit. <laughs>
1: um, uh, where is Notre Dame? Is like Indiana? Indiana, yeah. Go. I I said that at the same time. (laughs) We can play this back. I did know that. Uh, I'm going to say Indiana. Incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) I'll wear that. Uh, Yeah,
0: that was a bit of a like. You let me down the gun, 100%. But uh, Michigan State is one. Stanford, which is one that is played at the moment regularly. Uh, I thought Miami was a good guess, but no. Army apparently Northwestern Purdue, which are kind of in the region. Yep. Uh, Pitt Boston College, which Pitt. gets played every year. I, I feel like I should have got Pitt. Yeah. I knew that. Well, That's Boston College is called the Holy War or something. I thought Seven? that was uh, or no, some sort, Is it some sort of religious? I know War, BYU, BYU Utah. Utah. Yeah. Yeah, but there's some sort of like uh, uh, Catholics come religious okay. undercurrents there. But yeah, they've got a. They have got a. Uh, a rivalry going on Anyway Drop That, that means that you got Three and a half So I'll actually Let's say you've been I'll give you, Two letters were sent your way And Excellent. you need to make the choice You get to pick You get to pick uh, So the first one is from Minnesota The okay. Golden Gophers Okay Or UNC North Ooh. Carolina At Ooh. Chapel Hill
1: Yeah I'm going to Chapel Hill all going to Chapel day. hill Yeah
0: that's I, that, I haven't been
1: But I've heard it's beautiful campus Yeah Football's not so great, yeah, but... That it's basketball season. Exactly right. I got basketball season. And then that way, because I did my undergrad at Michigan, I can still be a Michigan fan, live that life come football season, and then basketball season rolls around. Go Tar Heels. Exactly right. I've got it all covered. Go Heels. And I think i walk
0: away with a pretty decent degree. I think you do too. Well, UNC's a really good
1: school. Yeah. Like, so... Post-grad in logistics and supply chain management. Just what every kid grows up <laughs> wanting to achieve
0: little bit of insight into Will's boring day job, but that's okay. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. I feel inspired to get to the office every morning. <laughs> so I don't need that judgment from over there in the booth. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, so if you want to know more about one of the top five most boring jobs in the world, feel free to hit us up on Twitter or on Instagram at CFB down under. Um, and you can discuss supply chain management till well, for as long as you want. Absolutely. I'll, I'll be happy to take you through.
1: I did recently go to a conference and one of like the themes of it was... How boring. Ha- how No, how do we make procurement like a sexier profession for people to get into? I'm like, as, you are, you
0: were t- as you were talking to a room of 300 balding, middle-aged, overweight men.
1: Absolutely. But you're fighting an uphill battle there. <laughs> well, there you go. I think there's a spin-off of Suits oh god procurement Uh, i think i think that'd be right i I wouldn't watch it but i (laughs) think it'd be
0: be excruciating to listen to or watch anyway let's continue this college football road trip as we head further east we are now getting into we've sort of just left probably the state of texas well actually we're probably still in the state of texas as we enter sec country uh Because we've got a new addition, a relatively new addition to the SEC, still based out of Texas in Texas A&M. But the conference itself, and I can feel like tonight is going to be a bit of a night of contradictions. And the SEC is a world of contradictions to me. They are friendly and amazing in their hospitality. They're some of the nicest people that we could possibly have ever met in the South. not just in the south in the whole country potentially the whole world and they were so giving with everything uh that they had which we've talked about a little bit ad nauseum on this podcast before but then they're also completely hateful and completely resentful they've got so much angst disdain for their opponents that it is completely unreal uh and and that is the world that the sec is to me A, a world of complete contradictions and I feel like I'm going to get that tonight because they're really, really good. You quite like the SEC. You're big on the SEC. I like them because they are good, but I, and I like some of the programs there, but I also hate them in the same breath. Uh, so you, that's probably going to come out a little bit tonight, and I apologize in advance. Food's yeah. fantastic. Well, yeah, we can attest to that. And passion for football is unquestioned, I think. I. I, I mean, I didn't... It was different to the Big 12 in terms of the passion, like it was still there, but it was just different. The SEC is just different as a conference and certainly well-known here in Australia that you've got a lot of Alabama fans, people that know Alabama. They're the same people that are New England Patriot fans as well, that'll jump ship now that Clemson are winning or anyway. Uh, But the conference itself stretches from Florida, well, if we're starting from our end, from Texas all the way through to Northern Florida. Um, I mean what was your kind of favorite moment of being in SEC country because we hit a lot of games a lot of stadiums in fact we went to most stadiums and most colleges I think I, we didn't hit Kentucky we but hit was- nine
1: of the 14 I was just looking at that yeah right. so that, that's a significant dip and I mean yeah it, it was an incredible experience for anyone out there who's thinking of planning a trip over the states like if you're an Australian looking into it we can we couldn't recommend it enough like we we bought a van and and some who've listened to the podcast over time would know this but went over there flew into uh, orlando hired a car there drove up to tallahassee bought a van there and then essentially spent two months just driving around to mainly sec football world and loved ourselves
0: Uh, Did we love us? I mean, I would got fatter, but I I guess I still love myself, but yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we just, we had such a great time and as you kind of said off the bat, it was the people that really made it it was the the game day is there's such an electric atmosphere throughout the whole town and that's in the lead up too. like we would try and get into towns on a Thursday night because that's a good college party night Mm -hmm. and you would meet people and the you know every time without fail having an Aussie accent helps don't get me wrong but without fail people would be you know immediately interested in what we were doing and then as soon as we kind of said college football fans just wanting to get the experience they would just throw themselves at us in terms of oh you have to come to our tailgate you have to enjoy our food it's the best we'll get you tickets we'll get you whatever it is (laughs) like it was it was just unbelievable how much people were like proud of what they were doing and how they kind of wanted to show it off to say we do it better than anywhere else and it was almost you know we'd tell stories of the last school we were at and then they would try and one-up it with you know it was crazy it was so
0: funny talking to the guys as well they're like oh i'm so jealous all the all the women were like how do you have the time and money to do this and all the guys were like oh yeah i wish i could leave my families and do this yeah absolutely <laughs> um so that was awesome but i mean i would like to say that any of the following are wrong but they're not i mean we had an amazing time in, in the grove at old miss um there was running with the law there was a one <laughs> one-legged lawyer called cotton there was uh, a doctor from melbourne who gave us a penicillin shot there was um, a car that broke down a, car and a mechanic <laughs> who happened to be travelling with us at the time uh, there was free tickets we ended up in sitting next to uh, So we got into Old two Miss. corporate boxes we, we got into corporate boxes and didn't pay for those tickets but we probably should have it was an epic epic time so Cannot speak highly enough of the SEC. In the same breath, I'm about to rag on them as we get into uh, a bit of a look at the teams that make up the conference and where the damage is going to be done. So because we are coming from the West, we're going to start in the West and we're going to start with the best. So let's start at the top. Alabama uh, got torched in the national championship game, uh, but they are again this year loaded top to bottom as per... Normal. Uh, their receiver group is probably one of the best in the country. Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, uh, Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith will absolutely dominate. And maybe the only chance is if Tua breaks down again.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're spot on. Uh, I, I was just looking over some of the numbers uh, earlier in the week because that's what I do for fun outside of my procurement life. Uh, and Tua's numbers, Tua Tagovailoa, Working on that, too. It's been over a year and you're getting there. Yeah, I practice every morning. (laughs) Uh, His numbers last year, like, if you take out that national championship game where he had a bit of a stinker, were just phenomenal. Like, he had an incredible season. So the fact that he's back another year in, like, he was was fresh and new to it. He has the potential to be really special this year with the receivers that I've got. And I expected to be similar last year where he wasn't making it through the second quarter of most of their, the first half of their slate because they were up by so much. They were up by 35 points at that point.
0: Yeah, it was it was gross. And, and, and there's no reason to believe. Like, I get the impression that they could just not start him for the first four games. So they've got a typically gross uh, schedule. And by that, I mean that Alabama have got this reputation now that they can just schedule puss really trash teams in the first particularly non-conference schedule Duke, having said that I don't mean to discredit Duke Duke is a good football team everyone else is they're gonna win those games by like is Duke a good football team they're better than the rest when they play like western yeah Charlotte but like historically
1: they haven't had some like they had Florida State a couple of years back and Florida State happened to be down that year that was yeah. the beginning of them going down but they're a alright team They've just announced a home-and-home home with Wisconsin. Yeah, they've got one with one. Miami coming up They as normally well, so take a they've decent one, but then they, there's exactly three right. junk ones. They take a, a, a decent one that builds them respect out of conference, and then they have three bye weeks or tune-ups.
0: On top of that, they don't get Florida or Georgia in the crossover from the East. Uh, Their two buys fall before LSU and before Texas A&M, which are possibly the two big challenges on the same side or in the same division. So I just... Like, is there any chance they don't win the West again? I, we haven't even talked about the it. defense. Yeah. We have not even talked about the defense. And I'm not going to Patrick right. Sertain, Dylan Moses, Raquan Davis. But <laughs> I just, like...
1: Yeah, I don't see it. I mean, they, they have the turnover, right? They, have, they produce all of these pros who are stud pros as well. And you think, oh, they're not going to be able to replace that. But they do. Well, then, every and, year. Right, we, and, we see it every so year.
0: So I was thinking about this and I was like, oh, they're going to really miss Quinn and Williams. Like... But he really only came on last year as this dominant force out of not nowhere, but also he, it's not like he was a household name at the start of last year either. And he came on, made himself into a first-round pick. And I'm like, oh, they'll never be able to replace Quinn and Williams. They will. They, yeah, There'll absolutely. be someone else just rolling in there. Um, they do lose a little bit on the offensive line, uh, but they do return Alex Leadbeater. But I know they lose Piers Backer or Piers Basher, I think, whatever his name is, to the NFL. And, but it, it just doesn't matter. And that offensive line will be so good again. I, I mean, again, the only way I'd see to um, Alabama not making his tour getting injured, maybe, maybe, might be the only thing. And
1: even then, they've got another one. Yeah. They've, but got, it, his, they've got his brother.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he'll just step in and do the yeah, same thing and you won't even notice. True. So anyway, let's move past Alabama. They appear to be good. I, I I guess my resentment with Alabama is they've been good for so long. And it's the same in any any sport. You don't want to see the same teams winning all the time. So let's. I'll be batting for somebody else. Uh, someone that I won't be batting for, but that I see... I, I know we've kind of broken this down as into like top of the division, middle, and then bottom... Outside of Alabama, Alabama, there's no one else in the top. They are they sit alone, I think, in that you you can't put anyone in competition with them. So that's going to make this middle class very big. Probably the next one is LSU. Firstly, LSU just opened their big locker rooms, their new locker rooms. Did you see those? Thoughts I on those did. Ones? Yeah.
1: So that was uh, the old mates, the Honey Badger, who donated some cash to have that. He wouldn't put have forward. very
0: much cash, surely.
1: He does. He, he got. No shit. No, but like for a guy who kind of wasn't all that and then he was able to earn himself a... He was undersized. Exactly and, right. Know, not, yeah. And then got like almost defensive player of the year one year. Yeah. He made himself his $50 million contract and he's obviously given a good chunk of that back to the school. We, he loves that. So it's, yeah, it's pretty special i saw the videos on that if anyone listening out there just jump on instagram or twitter obviously look us up first give us a follow and then go and look at uh what they've got going on there i mean for mine when i was oklahoma state they kind of had a similar deal there like they'd injected some cash so it wasn't that mind-blowing but i know if you compare it to what we have in australia even at the professional level it doesn't really compare
0: Yeah, I mean, my biggest issue is like, are they just turning this into like a situation where you don't ever have to leave the complex now? Like it already kind of works out with a lot of these kids in these schools that that football facility is isolated almost from the rest of the student population.
1: But is that a bad thing? Um... Because they have like the the academic advisors and stuff. Do you mean the, the academic,
0: academic doers for them? Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's that's a completely different thing. But
1: <laughs> they, they have their tutors and stuff available in the facilities. So they're the doers, yeah. It's it's keeping them out of trouble, right? So
0: right, okay. So this is my this is probably my issue. Is that is that what we should be doing here? We're holding them hostage in a world where they are treated like gods, and we i just going to contain them like cattle. And then all of a sudden they get paid by going to the NFL or get paid more than what they were getting paid to go to college. And then they go to the NFL and now they've got a free-for-all. Well, and, a, that, and that's like, I, it, it, are we that. teaching these kids to make good decisions is but, my question.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a very good one. But it's not only that, not all of them go to the NFL. So there's those who don't get that chance and they've lived that life. And that's probably just as hard adjustment, even harder where you... And this English just doesn't sound great, what's coming out of my mouth right now.
0: But You're not a journalist student, mate. Absolutely
1: not. Didn't go to Northwestern. <laughs> but what I guess I'm saying is it's really tough on these kids who've had it their whole way, like everything given to them their whole life because they're a stud athlete. And then they turn 22. There's no more sport to be played. They're not quite at that elite NFL level. And what's next yeah then they're thrown to society and then they have to get a nine to five and welcome to life that can be a tough adjustment
0: yeah so that would be my sort of is that the way college football is heading and i think i read somewhere that uh these big state programs are actually really really struggling financially outside of the football programs because that don't anyway i don't want to go into too much detail here because we want to talk about lsu but financially these schools as a school not necessarily as a football program but the schools are struggling financially class sizes are getting bigger they're struggling to pay lecturers and, and get the research component out of it um, so you know and then you see this kind of dripping in luxury and affluence and money that exists in the football programs and, and is that necessarily good for the school I mean I don't care that much because I care about college football but there is a concern that, you know, the money's going there. It's a balancing act, I guess. And, and the schools are very much focused on their athletic prowess. Um, so, but there are some ethical and moral kind of things around that as well. Not that, uh, college football has been at the height of moral decision. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. So I think LSU is not good is my take on them. Not necessarily defensively. I think defensively they will be good, uh, and like I said in this in this world of contradictions, I also think they're poised to be a super team in the near future, up there with the Alabama's and the Clemson's, because they're pumping money into the program. Uh, you're in a relatively, you're in a. They've been pumping money the, forever, though. A true. That's not new. But I think we're heading to a, uh, an age of super of super teams, like uh, Premier League football. Alabama's there, Clemson's there, Ohio State's there, uh, Michigan maybe. And I think the limiting factor is the coaching. And that is the only reason that LSU isn't there to me, is Ed Orgeron is not the guy, I don't think. Uh, And they're limited by their offense. And that's my big issue with LSU at the moment. They need to show me something explosive. Even the SEC is moving away from smash-mouth football. If you can defend the run and run the ball, you win. SEC is moving away from that. Texas A&M, move the ball now. Uh, Alabama put up points. You have to be able to score, and LSU can't do it. They're not explosive enough. Joe Burrow is not the answer at quarterback, and I don't see them being able to touch Alabama in terms of a divisional winner.
1: They averaged 32.4 points a game last year.
0: Blown out of proportion against some mediocre teams, and uh, probably that seven overtime loss or whatever they had helped that, and would have pumped that score line up a little bit. Uh, but I just don't think that their offense is able to carry the load.
1: Yeah, okay. I mean, that, that's tough. I do agree with some of what you're saying there. I don't believe Ed Orgeron is the man. I love listening to him speak. Oh, God. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> I, I giggle every time. But I'm not sure he is the guy to, to guide them where they need to be. Defensively this year, they are going to be sick. Like, they, their defensive backfield is nasty. They're returning something like eight of uh, a pretty good defensive unit last year. So you
0: don't think that the loss of Greedy Williams or Devin White is going oh, to certainly. have an impact? Oh, like certainly.
1: They were two of my favourite players in all the college football last year. And, you know, you take them out of any side, except maybe Alabama, There, there, there is a dip. But I think this team this year is just ready to go on that side. I do share the concerns offensively though. I do like the look of Clyde the Glide, uh, Edwards Hellier.
0: Okay, good, very. That was actually better than your normal pronunciation, so well done. Uh, I'm pretty happy with that.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll be following him with interest this year because I think he's set for a big year. Uh, they've And they've brought in Joe Brady to help with uh, a bit more RPO style.
0: So he's the new passing game, co- yeah, passing game coordinator, yeah, 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 yeah. which that can have an impact, but that can also be lip service. Like if, if Ed Orgeron, who's a former offensive lineman and a former offensive line coach himself, goes, you know what, whatever. He's like that, that passing game coordinator is the first guy to go. So if he's the offensive coordinator, sure, but he's not. And that offense couldn't push the ball down the field last year. They couldn't get um, explosive plays, even with uh, Jefferson on the outside. I, I don't know. I'm not buying the LSU offense, and that is why I'm off them. It speaks
1: to the whole uh, the, rich, the rich get richer and the super team where they can hire these passing coordinators. Uh, Ohio State uh, did it. They hired... Uh, the offensive coordinator from Oklahoma State, Mike Juricic. Uh So he was offensive coordinator at Oklahoma State and took a promotion as the passing coordinator at Ohio State, and it just kind of shows that that discrepancy between these super teams and the rest. Yeah. All
0: right, moving on from LSU. So you're buying up big on LSU? Can I'm not buying up
1: big, but I'm certainly buying a lot more than you. I'm that on would be them. hard. I mean, I, I don't think they can challenge Alabama. I just have them in their own league. But I certainly have LSU as a very good football team. And them winning 10 games this year wouldn't surprise me.
0: Yeah, okay, maybe. Uh, I mean, and I agree with you on the defensive side. That'd be very good. Anyway, moving on. The Aggies from Texas A&M appear to be the next best. Uh, Kellen Mond, to me, is the key. He has shown signs of being able to do it all with his arm and his legs as well on the ground. He's a dynamic runner. uh, And he was fantastic against Clemson early last year and showed that he could roll with the big dogs. But they're going to have to keep him upright and they're going to have to keep him fresh and you know, hopefully not injured. Uh, That is always the risk when you are the kind of player that he is. They do return a lot at receiver, extremely tall in that area, but they do have some worries in terms of replacing Travion Williams at running back. Um, but their offense was really, really good last year and they finished in the top 20 and I think providing the offensive line can pull their weight, they can do that again.
1: No, LSU are better than uh, a I, I don't like that. I mean, they've got a really tough, they've probably got one of the toughest schedules in all of college football this year. They get the unev unenviable task of playing both Clemson and Alabama. Uh, that's that's tough going. And then yeah. they finish the year with back-to-back road games at Georgia at LSU. Yeah. I mean, man, that's I don't care what you... You can play cupcakes the rest of your season. That's that's brutal. Four so, losses, you reckon? Well, yeah. I mean, they, they're going to be underdogs in all of those matchups. So yeah. if they can scrape one, maybe, but you can't have two losses if you want to be a contender A contender in the college football game. So yep. they're up against it. I think they're, they're okay. Uh, you're right in saying Kellen Mond, what happens there is is going to be whether they are going to be at the top of the SEC and, and a real contender or if they're just kind of around the mark. I really like Travion Williams. I rated him as a running back. So how they fill that void uh, will be interesting and I have concerns there. But I do not have high hopes for the Aggies this year, mainly around their, their schedule.
0: Okay, interesting. And that's fair enough. The only thing I will give love to is we don't give enough punter love probably. We do our best. But Braden Man returns after setting a truckload of national and team records as well in the punting game. So if punting is your thing, and based on that schedule, he'll probably do a fair bit of it this year. Watch the Aggies
1: Yeah but I think he's like our anti-hero
0: Because he's not, not an shirt. Aussie Yeah I'm picking up what you put Like he, he there. drops bombs and you've got to
1: respect that I'm all for that But he wasn't born here And you know that's kind of what we do So I hope one of our boys can really take it to him this year And match him if not
0: best him Okay there we go uh, all right. Now, continuing on this path, uh, where would you like to go next? We we better brush through these quickly.
1: Yep. Uh, what about Kentucky?
0: You're going to... Yep, okay. <laughs> Let, let's have jump. a look at them. So they, we're, we're they had... to jump across to the east, but they, sure. Yeah, 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 sorry, mate. Um, I, I, I jump thought we were going to stay west. I thought we were going to stay west, but you do you.
1: Well, that's just what I have in front of me, and they won't... <laughs> They won ten games last year. This that's, is
0: some smooth transitioning here. They
1: were a good football team. I don't think anyone sitting in their car or on their public transport listening to this bad boy like flicking down the west on their thing, going, <laughs> Ooh, ooh, I wonder who they're gonna touch on next. I hope it's Mississippi. <laughs> I okay. Think, I don't think that's let's happened.
0: get let's get to the Wildcats. The Benny Snellless, Josh Allenless Wildcats.
1: Yeah, they're gonna be no good.
0: Oh, okay, brilliant. I so don't Ken- have those So like that's Kentucky done? Five wins I have them at. Okay. That, that's, that's that's half so, what they had last so, year. You, so of all the teams in the SEC to pull out, you pulled out Kentucky to tell me they're going to have five wins. Is that, is that what you...
1: Which doing? isn't good.
0: That's like, that's half what they had last year. <laughs> that is half what they had last year. Yeah, they won't be good. I, I don't disagree. I, I'm unsure why we're spending the time on them. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. we're in agreement. <laughs> All right. Uh let's stick <laughs> I don't know, I feel like we've we've got off track. Although, yeah, we've got Orban. off track a of fraction. Auburn, okay. War Eagle. War Eagle. All right. Thank you. Uh I think they take a massive step back. Gus Malzahn, they'll be looking to pay his ticket out of town by the end of the year. Uh I don't think that he will do enough as a coordinator or taking over or retaking over the offense. To play call and duties play, yeah he's taking over the play call and duties to be able to get them back on track that's now, that
1: desperate move isn't it you know it is, yeah, when, when things aren't going massively. well when you take that
0: back that's massive that
1: reeks of desperation
0: not only that they're going to be starting one of either two freshmen at quarterback with the loss of Jarrett or the loss of the moving on of Jarrett Stidham to the NFL Bo Nix who comes in as an all world recruit Joey Gatewood took a red shirt last year, but appears to have that prototypical size.
1: Two uh, like names to keep an eye on. I, I think
0: moving forward, they could be huge. One will be a transfer, I assume. Absolutely. And whoever, the whoever Q gets Q the it. job,
1: I think, uh, in the future is certainly going to be a stud. So
0: that's to watch yep Uh, it's not going to be this year though freshmen do generally show I mean I'm conscious or cautious of saying that now with the Johnny Manziel the Jameis Winston the you know Tua Tungavailoa who came out Trevor Lawrence who came out as freshman and did really really well but uh, you know I don't know if those guys have got that and I legitimately don't know I don't watch enough high school football to make an educated call on that but generally, you want a good run game with a freshman quarterback. Generally, that's what you want. Okay, and, and Alabama get that really solid offensive line. Uh, Clemson got it with Travis Etienne. Uh, you know, you've got all these guys, but their run game for Auburn last year was an absolute dumpster fire. Unless Jatavius Whitlow can get going this year, then to me, they repeat as being a poor running game. Uh, and offensively, they're going to really, really struggle. I think Oregon get them. Uh, at the start of the year and get their season off to a bad start. And if they get eight wins, that will be considered to me a good year for Auburn, but it won't be enough to save Gus Maus on. Yeah, I don't think they even get eight.
1: I think they're around seven. I'm with you. We're obviously spending too much time together. Yeah, this is gross. Uh, I don't think that Gus uh, holds his job, and we've like we've talked about this before. His
0: buyout is like twenty million dollars, but it comes obviously a year later. It's less now, though. Yeah, right? I
1: suppose. I mean, that number is shrinking, but it's still significant. Like it's big dollars, so that will float around. Mazan won a national championship. There's not many coaches out there who have done that. That and is so true. To replace that. You're going to need to have a really good prospect. We'll get a better understanding of that as the year goes on as to whether there is someone who kind of fits the mold and could potentially step into that role. But I think they have a really tough schedule and are going to struggle this year.
0: Cool. So, again, the path seems particularly clear for Alabama to continue their dominance. Now, can we expect anything out of Ole Miss, Mississippi State, uh, who's the other team? Arkansas. I think Arkansas are going to be terrible again. Really? Yeah. I think they're going to be better. Really? Yeah. I like Chad Morris... I, uh, I say better. They're not going to be fantastic. I'll agree. But Chad Morris knows how to get an offense going. That's what he does. Uh, he did it at Clemson. He did it at SMU or wherever he was at before that. He knows how to run an offense. So... I think they will get that thing going. They get Nick Starkel across from a and who came in as a highly recruited guy. They've got Ben Hicks who comes over from SMU. So they'll battle out that quarterback position. Now, the issue is on the outside and that is that they've got one guy returning in Michael Woods who's really, really good. But after him, it's a whole bunch of freshmen, uh, a whole bunch of freshmen. Now, they are highly recruited those kids, but they are still new and that's gonna need a lot of work. And defensively, they're going to struggle, but I could see them at a stretch, getting to a bowl game. A bowl game. I reckon they could get five or six. I reckon they could. I could
1: like maybe three, which three. would be an improvement of last year's two and ten season.
0: Yeah, and zero of eight in conference as well. So yeah, uh, I I just think Arkansas are, are, are going to be okay. going to be better this and year, and the so. Mississippi schools. Uh, Ole Miss have got a lot of replacing to do. I mean, you lose Jordan Tamu, which... It's a big transition year for them. It is. He was dynamic through the air. They were putting up some numbers. And then you lose DK Metcalf, who may have the best body of any player in the nfl draft last year i don't know it was that was weird that photo like it didn't look normal <laughs> no, it didn't and aj brown so they lose their two best receivers or and arguably the two best res- well the best receiving duo in the country last year or certainly went in the into the season that way and jordan tamu and they couldn't play defense at all last year like at all like they were terrible yeah, Every, you, everywhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of change. So a couple new coordinators that I think they have to be excited about. Rich Rod is on board. Yay! Not so keen about. It. No, I, well, I, I mean think,
0: I like Rich Rod because I like the air raid. Correct, so. I, and
1: I think he'll do a good job as an offensive coordinator if it, just focusing on that. And Mike McIntyre as defensive coordinator comes over from Colorado. Sounds bit, yep. Former yeah, head yep. coach of Colorado. Buffs, yep. So a couple of big names there. Yeah, uh, but. That transition is always a little bit scary. Uh, and their new quarterback.
0: Uh, Matt Corral, Carol, Coral Corral. I don't know. We're
1: going to We're gonna know this name, though. I feel like this is one to keep an eye on. I yeah, because
0: he's going to do something dumb.
1: Or awesome.
0: Dumb. So he's a fo- former five-star recruit. Uh, I think came out of uh, California, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But I know that he was committed to the Gators. I think he tried to commit to USC at one point. He was doing all the tours. But getting himself in trouble on campus whilst on these recruiting trips, like drinking too much, admitted to having alcohol problems, uh, and had a lot of issues. It appears, though, to his credit, I mean, he's now a sophomore. So he's, he's, he's obviously calmed himself down, something that Johnny Manziel, another college player who struggled with substance use, couldn't do. So maybe Matt Coral gets it together, but he had an interesting uh, kind of recruiting process that caused a lot of teams to walk away.
1: I like that you put it as substance use, not substance abuse. Just, well, Just like it's kind of acceptable. He's just doing a lot of it. That's, that's like in a nice light.
0: Uh, yeah, okay. I, I, don't, I don't know what you want. I mean, we use substances. <laughs> We're drinking a beer right now. Exactly. But we don't have to... Get up and do mat drills or anything tomorrow. Anyway, so I don't see much out of Old Miss. Mississippi State lose a lot defensively. Um, can they get their offensive going? Or their offensive game going with your favorite quarterback? My mate. Your mate. Who are we talking about here? I was zoned out there. <laughs> Mississippi State. Uh, this is a slick operation today. We're on. Yeah. I'm uh, still waiting for your favorite quarterback. keep. Come
1: on, help me out here. No, (laughs) Don't stitch me up. I don't have my notes up.
0: I am stitching you up.
1: I am looking at this college cheerleaders gallery (laughs) and it's caught my attention. And now I need to get my browser back to where it was.
0: Absolute stitch up. But yeah. Um, Mississippi State do lose a lot this year, which is going to make life relatively tough for them, not only uh, offensively, but certainly defensively as well. They had a a team that was amazing, particularly at the front end. Uh, I think led the conference in sacks. Uh, They were really, really good. But Keaton Thompson is the guy that I was referring to uh, who replaces or... um, replaces nick fitzgerald uh, but it'll be interesting to see how they go joe moorhead is a fantastic offensive coordinator a fantastic offensive mind so offensive coordinator he's the head coach uh but you know it'll be interesting to see if they can get enough pressure out of that defense and allow that offense to get going
1: i like uh, tommy stevens for the starting gig there
0: so former penn state quarterback who
1: transferred across yeah, yeah.
0: Has he been, is he immediately eligible? Uh, sure,
1: why not? Everyone is this year. The rules <laughs> you are out pay the window. Enough, If you pay enough. Exactly right. So SEC certainly is happening. Uh, yeah, Mississippi State are an interesting one. Defensively, they were probably the best in the SEC last year, but they do lose Montez Sweat, Jonathan Abram, and Jeffrey Simmons. <laughs> yep. They don't have the luxury of Alabama, LSU, where it's just the next five stars are up. Uh, that whilst they're certainly recruiting, not poorly, uh, the those guys are real difference makers, and I think they're going to find that tough to replicate.
0: Yeah, they may not. I don't. I don't see them getting the pressure on the outside. I mean, they bring back Kobe Jones, Fletcher Adams, Chauncey Rivers. They're a bit bigger bodies and different styles than Montez Sweat. Although he was a weapon, an absolute specimen. Yeah, of, and I, yeah.
1: I look forward to seeing how he plays out in the NFL too.
0: Yeah, so. There's still a lot up front. I I think I sort of disagree with you a little bit. Yeah, you lose those guys, but I do see them churning out some more defensive linemen that that will be really, really good. So they do have Jonathan Abram as well, who is a good uh, safety. Uh, It'll be whether that offense can settle in and get going to me, and I don't know if that's going to happen, although I think they'll be more dynamic under Keaton Thompson. So maybe something out of Mississippi State, but I am certainly not holding my breath. You should come check out this Texas cheerleader. Oh, God. All right, let's push on. Uh, let's push on to the east. Okay, so you're a Georgia fanboy, so hit me. What is so good about Georgia? I do not think they're there yet. I'm at a prove-it-to-me deal. Yeah, I know they lost the SEC well, yeah, championship what more game. what do you need? Like, they, lost one to buy a tu- well, they lost the national championship by a touchdown. To, yeah, to it's a- like
1: two years in a row they've I get been
0: that. one play away. Mate, who won the silver medal at the last Olympics in the 100 metres? Uh, you don't Gatlin. know because no one gives a shit. Gatlin. It wasn't him. He's been retired for years. You yeah, just about the only... That would have shocked own. you. <laughs> yeah. If that had
1: a caught you off guard, you yeah. were like, All right. No
0: one knows. No one cares.
1: People should care about this Georgia team. Okay. Oh, wow. Smooth. They have 13 players that are coming back. Uh, They have Jake Fromm, who will be up there uh, in the conversation for All-American Honours. They have elite players on the offensive side of the ball. They have probably the best offensive line in all of college football. And defensively, they are stout as anything. Uh, They gave up 19 points a game last year and I think that will probably improve this year. And on top of all of that, they bring in the number one ranked recruiting class uh, for this past cycle. What's not to like? Like these guys have got all the pieces. It's kind of disgusting. You, you want to see these good teams take a dip. It ain't happening with Georgia this year.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'd, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, they'll be good again. But I don't... I'm, I'm not, I, don't, I, don't I still don't think they go and challenge Alabama. I mean, they'll challenge them, but they won't win it. They can't win, like... So they'll
1: they lose by in the last play again or by well, one it's score. But, it, but it,
0: really, like, can you get over that hurdle? And there's been teams that have just... I mean, there was Clemsoning for a long time. Remember that was a thing, like... Yeah, they got over that hurdle now. Yeah, they, they, they did. It took them for freaking ever, and they had to get rid of their head coach to do that. And now, uh, you know, is Kirby Smart going to get it done? We'll wait and see. Uh, Florida. Talk to me about Florida. Do you rate the Gators' charts? They go in with big raps this year. They're going to be preseason ranked top 10. Yep. Everyone is kind of buying up big on the Gators. Not me. Yeah, I'm there with you.
1: I'm not a huge Dan Mullen guy, and you kind of know that, but I think the two of us are both not big on Felipe Franks. Yeah. He seems to get pumped up a bit. Neither of us are really around him. Uh, They have a solid secondary. Like, I'll give them that. But last year, they were just, like, they were turnstiles up front. They let teams run all over them. Uh, And I don't know. I don't know where all this Florida love's coming from. I'm not
0: buying into it. I think they're falling in love with, uh, I I mean, there's a couple probably. I think Felipe Franks, because he is that NFL-type body. But his accuracy is inconsistent at best. Uh, they they did play really, really good defense, but you're relying on Jordan Scarlett. Oh, sorry, Jordan Scarlett moves on, and uh, LaMichael Pirine takes over as kind of the top guy in that running back field. But you're really hoping that... You're putting all your eggs in the Felipe Franks basket, but at, or, and the Van Jefferson, uh, Trevin Grimes uh, wide receiver basket. But their offensive line has got a lot of work to do. They're going to be in trouble, particularly at the tackle position. Which is exactly the opposite to Georgia. Like, yeah.
1: Why do you? Have, yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me.
0: So yeah, I mean, I'm concerned about them and their ability to score enough points. Uh, and and quarterbacks don't accuracy is something that doesn't change, unfortunately, and that has been proven. Throughout the NFL, Cam Newton has never actually improved his accuracy. College football, college quarterbacks often don't improve their accuracy moving through their college career, depending on the scheme and that. But it might be a slight adjustment. But then if they're inaccurate, they're inaccurate. And that doesn't often change that much. And and Felipe Franks isn't that gun passer that you want to beat SEC secondaries and squeezing balls into tight windows that he's going to have to do. Uh,
1: And on top of all this, Florida are going to struggle early on. First game, they're in all sorts, right?
0: Well, I would like to... I mean, they're talking up like a two or three... like I know it's fans, so let's just pump the brakes on that. But, you know, a two or three touchdown win to the Gators and all that sort of stuff. I just... Don't, their defense is really good. C.J. Henderson, uh, C.J. Henderson is fantastic. Marco Wilson's really, really good on that back end. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna struggle, I think, a little bit. So uh, I I don't see the Gators being all that, and okay. I think they they take a slide. Okay.
1: See, like people probably have them. They're a top ten team, so they're in that that bracket, I guess, above the rest. You got Georgia. You got Florida. And then next, I mean, for me, I have them in a similar grouping to Missouri, South Carolina, Tennessee. Like, I've got all of them together. I've probably got Florida in that group too. Do you see anyone stand out from that group? or uh,
0: I think not necessarily stand out from that group. I think you'll see a much better season from Tennessee this year. I think Jared Guarantano Guarantano is going to be a fantastic quarterback. We're both excited about it. Yeah, I think Tennessee could be my love for this year. Ooh, okay. I think they could be the team. They could be my Purdue from last year. I'm excited to see what they can do offensively he is a weapon and they return a whole bunch of guys that's the other thing they don't lose a lot um, they were young last year they were now that doesn't necessarily, and i always wonder, like does that mean they're in, they're inexperienced last year or they were just bad they're just and not this, very good yeah, yeah and then, and the next year like, yeah yeah they're older but they're still bad so hopefully i mean they need to run the ball and be able to stop the run next uh, next year to be able to do something offensively but really excited about the quarterback position for the vols uh, South Carolina, meh, nothing too exciting from them. I don't know that they will push uh to beat their 7 and 6 record. Yep. If they could get to 8 and 5, they'd be happy with that I one. I don't think for. I don't
1: think they go bowling. You don't think
0: they go bowling. I don't think they go bowling. Gee, that's brutal. I would see like Missouri not going bowling with a uh, moving on of Drew Locke to the NFL. Obviously I was a bit of a fanboy for they him. Got but- Kelly Bryant yeah, do we know that Kelly Bryan is, again, another inaccurate passer, can move the ball on the ground, had a really good offensive line, good receivers against a not so good ACC. Is he going to be able to do that in the SEC? I don't see it.
1: Yeah, okay. I see where you're coming from. I don't know. I, I just think he comes to the table with a skill set. I think he's going to be okay. Uh, I probably have Missouri as a better
0: football team than South Carolina. Okay, interesting. All right, I, so I think it's a coin flip for those two okay uh, uh round it out with your team
1: the Vols. obviously a, we already t- touched on kentucky <laughs>
0: i meant vandy uh yep
1: yeah obviously uh so didn't get to go to the school through our sats but yeah i mean they've got Keyshawn vaughn Keyshawn vaughn go doors <laughs> what a great name uh apart from that they're gonna struggle this year they're It's too goddamn hard to get in the school. They can't get any athletes (laughs) because most people in town are just
0: country music singers, I assume. Yeah. Okay, so just to quickly round us out, uh, you're picking Alabama from the West. Yes. Who's your pick from the East then? has to be georgia so nothing clearly
1: those two again nothing changes which is uh, which is really disappointing like you know you and i are same. we we want to see upsets we want we want change but it ain't happening here
0: okay so is there a big storyline for the sec for you what's something that we need to keep an eye on good question uh i know
1: when we talk our pre-production notes we like make sure we have this stuff down but I do not have anything down. Okay, so cool. you go, and then in the two minutes that you talk about this, I'm going to come up with something real sweet, slick. Okay,
0: I I think I've probably got two, but like the big one for me is is LSU going to become the real contender? Who who's going to overthrow the Alabama? Is is it the year that that happens? Uh, you know, or is the SEC going to again have that middle class, and all we're going to hear is that SEC is 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 that good that they beat up on each other? Uh, I, I want to see someone make the leap, and who's that going to be? Uh, okay. I, and I think LSU is the only team that can possibly do that.
1: Uh, what was your second one? Can I can I just see your notes?
0: My second one.
1: Yeah, you said you like you had two takeaways. So the
0: second one was I, I kind of mentioned it there as well. So the was is that middle class going to beat up on each other, and are we just going to hear the the usual rhetoric of, oh, the SEC is that good. That's what, you know, SEC defense, SEC offense, they just beat up on each other. And then we end up with 17 SEC teams ranked at the end of the year.
1: Yeah. Um, that's mine. That was my takeaway you're a, there. You're a dickhead. No, but I mean, you kind of, they do, they are really good. The the proof is in the pudding. Last year's uh, NFL stats, the SEC put 64 into the pros. Next pass with the big 10 at 40. Like there's a big discrepancy there. Yeah. Uh, and and that's consistent that's not a one off thing they are continually doing that and that's probably closer than it has been previous years but then
0: they suck in bowl games I mean you can find whatever stat you want but uh, I th- this is where my love-hate relationship with the SEC will continue. I, uh,
1: like, national championship appearances and turning people pros is pretty damning statistics, I would have thought.
0: Let's move on. Okay, Aussies in action. So, Max Duffy returns to Kentucky and Aaron Sipos to Auburn and those two headline uh, the Australians in the SEC.
1: Yeah, if we've missed anyone, please let us
0: know. Uh, yeah.
1: it's, it's tough to keep a gate. Like, we have so many Aussies over there now, so we're, we're trying to get a handle on that. We know those two boys are in for big years. But if there is anyone else, especially outside of a punter, please let us know. We, uh, we want to add them to a the list and make sure we can pump them up across the year.
0: All right, so that leaves us with the SEC. We're going to have to blitz through the American now. So yeah, we're,
1: we are just continually doing a disservice to our uh, group of five. Oh,
0: yeah, We give them a good, like, three-minute slot at the end of each episode. <laughs> so we apologize. But uh, some really, really good teams, some teams that believe they can roll with the big dogs of college football, some teams that believe that they should be the next team in if and when conference realignment happens. So UCF have been the cream recently and argued for the national championship two years ago. They have dropped one last year, got torched by Auburn in the bowl game. You've got Houston under the new guidance of Dana Holgerson comes across from West Virginia. Cincinnati have been good. Memphis have been really, really solid despite their fluctuation of coaching. And USF uh, under the guidance of Charlie Strong, uh, appear to be ready to make another move in terms of winning the American, but who is the pick for you? Women? I like Cincinnati. Wow, that was not what I expected. Yeah,
1: I, I really like Cincinnati. Um, they've got Desmond Ritter coming back at quarterback, Luke Fickle. They went 11-2 and two last year. I think they were kind
0: of slept on a little bit. They were ranked throughout the year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think they're, they're a good football team and well-positioned to... Really challenge UCF. I don't think they're going to be able to maintain that production that they've had. Like, they've been a very good football team. They've, you know, didn't lose a game for a very long time there. They've got Brian Wimbush coming in now.
0: Yeah, over from uh, Notre Dame.
1: Notre Dame, yeah. One of your favourites who yeah. you didn't yeah. really rate at all. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's disappointing to see that Mackenzie Milton isn't playing. You know, with that, that horrific injury that he has. So yeah. I think Cincinnati are certainly the team to watch for. Uh, and I expect Memphis to be uh, the others from the West.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I think Cincinnati, they've got some big games early on. They play UCLA and then they've got a high state. I would love to see them be able to take it to a state. I think that would be fantastic. It'll be interesting to see with Houston. Uh, Kendall Bryles moves on to Florida State. Can that Houston offense, which put up a truckload of points, can they do it again uh, next year as Dana Holgerson takes over?
1: I just, like, I'm looking at my notes in front of me here.
0: Navy or in the
1: American? Yeah. I stitched you. Last week's college SATs. Yeah, you did. (laughs) You guessed their coach, and I said, nah, he's not group of five, they're independent. I was wrong. Like, this is one of those ones where the question... Is like incorrect where you're sitting a test, you're like yeah. <laughs> you get graded and you're like, Well that's fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm wrong. So what school did I get into? Ah, Let's check out of it's that. It's like
1: academic <laughs> academic error, dude. You you've gone off on one path of life where you could have had oh. this like Yeah, that's that's unfortunate.
0: Anyway, uh, moving on. I would I think Houston I think Houston are going to be a tough team to beat this year. I think they're led by a very experienced, very good coach. And uh, I think they will do some damage this year. And they've got a couple of tough games. uh, And, you know, they get Oklahoma this year as well in Norman, which will be a big one for them.
1: That's going to be tough. Dana Holgerson loves to crush a Red Bull. I know from his time at Oklahoma State, the dude would have like, you know,
0: six to eight Red Bulls a day, which cannot be good for you. That is unhealthy and unwise. All right, that brings us to the end of SEC and American football. Uh, that is the fourth of our five preview shows. Uh, we head all the way east as we head to the ACC next week, and we've got Conference USA to cover off on, on the in the group of five. Uh, Just to plug ourselves again, just quickly, uh, make sure you do hit us up on CFB Down Under at Twitter and on Instagram. We've got some new labeling done. Will's big on his marketing side as well. He's not just someone that looks at trucks and buses and how to get things from point A to point B. He can do some other stuff as well. Let's not sell him too short there. Um, Thanks, buddy. Yeah, no worries. So make sure you tell all your friends about us. Uh, Hit that like, hit that subscribe, and we get another week closer to college football. The excitement is starting to ramp up for us. My name is Aaron. On behalf of that guy over there, we will see you next time.